My name is Renee, and the title of our show is What in the Cell is Going On? We're on every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern, which could be accessed live on prn.live or by calling 641-793-7091. We are blessed today to have a wonderful, wonderful guest. Uh, Her name is Judy. Are you there, sweetheart? Judy, are you connected? Hello, hello. Okay, we're going to give her a second. Um, and uh, I want to, while we're waiting for her, I want to tell you or apologize that I have not been uh, the host of the show the last couple of weeks. I'm kind of transitioning and I've had some uh, computer issues. I accidentally cracked my screen and I'm using a Bluetooth right now so everybody can hear. Hopefully everybody can hear me good until I can get a new computer or get my screen fixed. Um, but Dr. True's been carrying the weight and I appreciate him. Uh, so today is our first show uh, back live again. And I thank all of our listeners and you're in for a treat because this is the first time Judy's been on our show and she comes from the same perspective of why I have this show, which is the victim of all victims with the injury, the vaccine injury of our child. Judy, are you there? Yes. Can you hear me? I can I can hear you loud and clear, sweetheart. Thank you so awesome. much for being on today. Yes. And let's start off first with your son. Tell me, I, I, I know pieces of everything you're going to talk about today. I'm going to pretty much let you do the 53 minutes we have because you have a lot of information that uh, I feel Father has gifted me to share to anybody who wants to listen today and in the future on our Podbean. So we're going to announce that at the end. And But I'd like to hear first, let's start it off with your son's injury, sweetheart. Uh, well, he was five, and I took him to get his vaccines at the time. And the lady gave them to him. Um, then I had, right about that time, I went to a yard sale where they were helping someone who had been injured from him, and I was not raised to think about this stuff so my son became victimized and the woman about 12 years after that five-year-old thing the same nurse put her hands in the air at the health department said I will not talk to you that tells me everything (laughs) Mm -hmm. and um so when he got this the next day he was just like totally lethargic and couldn't get up and ran a fever and nothing was getting better and as it progressed for his life he he suffered with really bad eczema on parts of his body and he we would that summer it was 2000 we had to carry him my son was three years older than him he'd take one side I'd take the other and We'd have to help him because he would just lose all of his strength. And if he ever had any of the yellow and some of those candies that are different intense colors, I guess, Mm -hmm. um, the doctor said he was reacting to them. And he went through like seven doctors trying to get every little piece of it back together. And Mm -hmm. praise God, he's had a few symptoms of autism coming on. And we just kept working with him. And praise the Lord, he's... He just returned from Europe, and I'm really proud of him. 
And I saw somebody at the same time, close to the same age, and um, it's really sad because that young man ended up getting, he graduated high school and he was pretty good, but then when he hit after high school, it seemed like it really affected him. And he ended up being mute and he got hit by a car. And so I, I really feel passionate about helping people avoid this problem because it's not fair that our kids are victimized by people that are just trying to push an agenda. That's right. And the fact that she didn't even want to talk to you, that correlates with that uh, video we just added to our website from a couple of weeks ago by Steve, Her- uh, Steve Kirsch, who funded MIT. He has the un- irrefutable proof that what this COVID vaccine is doing to people, all the graphs all over the world showing how many people have died and just how it's been ineffective. And he, he basically said that they don't want to see it that nobody will look at his graphs. He's going to the top people in, in governments and different agencies, and he has all the proof needed, and nobody wants to look at it because it, just like she said, I don't want to hear from you because they would have to take responsibility if they see the facts, you know? And mm-hmm. too many too many babies are suffering. Oh, yeah, and it's so unnecessary. But our now our youth are suffering because, some of them got the other jab recently, and they are having myocarditis symptoms. It's really scary. It's, oh, I know. And, and it's irresponsible for them to ignore this. That's the way I feel about it. Absolutely. Well, we're their voices, and I'm just so excited that you're coming public with, even though it's been so long, at least it shows you know, it's not just me. There's many, many, many parents out there that have injury uh, from, you know, the vaccinations. And and it's time to, you know, get everybody together and be a voice against these more than ever now, because this whole agenda COVID vaccine, I mean, this is, I just can't even believe they're calling it a vaccine. I've said on many radio shows, I mean, this is way beyond, I mean, it's changing our genetic makeup and we've got to stand up and, and, and be a voice and not be afraid of them because I fear, I mentioned to you on the phone earlier, I fear one and one only, and that's the creator of the universe, Yahuwah. I don't fear man. And I've been doing this for over 20 years and I know that you're in the same position. And I know that you have a journey that you've been on since your son's injury that I think needs to become public. We don't have a lot of time. We have about 50 more minutes, 45 more minutes. And I just want you to give me details because I've only, I've only heard pieces of your story and what your anointing and your talent is and what you've done and what's happened to you. And I'm very excited that you're going to get to share it, Judy, and then also be able to get it recorded so we can pay it forward and share it with many misinformed people out there. So uh, just start wherever you want and share as much as you want. Oh, thank you, Renee. God bless you. Yes, I'm very honored and humbled that God opened, um, well, um, what really happened is I was in a coma at nine months old and I know I went to meet the creator and I'm really thankful for that because he showed me what he wanted me to do at the time. And, and then when I was a young girl, which, um, my parents would just say, I played music nobody had heard. And it, the musicians of the time took great interest, but they were not respectful and it just went on. And, and a lot of it I don't know because I was young, and then they had a satanic abuse 
case against me where I sadly lost that for most of my life. And I tell you that part because I want to help the people who feel that they've been betrayed or let down because um, I have a person who told me a place has a whole list of what I did and how much people profited off of it. And I'm only saying that because that's what people are wired for, but I'm saying it because God puts value in all of us and he makes us so we will profit and prosper. But sadly, I was around a group that wanted to deprive me of that privilege. And I'm, I'm sad for them because I know they're suffering even more than I did, but I lived a life of, as a man told me, constantly having to rebuild. I built businesses with the help of some humble people that were many millions or more. And we were taken, they were taken from us as well. And so I understand people that work and feel like it's not worth it. And I know that's part of what the problem of our day is. The kids don't um, maybe cooperate because they've been kind of trained that they don't need to. And and I just want to help the children who want to be real and grown up and able to be involved in making the world a heaven on earth. That's been my goal from all my life. But So as I had the reawakening in my adult years and after struggling very hard from these people who are the enemies of God, and, and I'm asking for God to help reverse all of that for anybody who's suffering like that, any of our fellow men who can't get past it, it's really hard, I know, and God, I praise for God to help you all, and that you won't feel alone, because it did feel like I was alone, because people were sent to my city as infiltrators by the CIA, I was told, and, you know, it was just very hard, because I could tell people were constantly watching and monitoring me, but nobody would talk about it, and... You know, I, there was nowhere to go. I was raised in the backwoods, literally, and if the rain came down, our road was so bad with clay that you couldn't get a car up it. And if you walked up it, you got six inches of clay. <laughs> so that was the backwoods, and my neighbors were the bears and the coyotes, and then the wolves when they added them. Yeah. And I didn't have a phone until I was 11, and my dad would always say, turn off the lights because we can't have our power going, bill going up. And we'd help milk cows and do gardens and weeding. I, my mom had the garden of weeding. I'm sorry to <laughs> because we weeded and we prepared gardens and orchards and hay and cows and milk cows and calves and sheep and pigs and goats once in a while and chickens. So, yeah, I know what hard work's about. My life was filled with it, and I guess that's how God kept me going because I wanted to give up very much, a lot. And for all of you who feel that way, I hope God will give you strength. So as I, um, I have five kids, and they're all very capable, and they've done very well. They're all adults now, and I'm really proud of them. And... But they also went through this journey 
with me, especially my youngest, youngest. And so in 06, I started doing a new um, therapy and I started getting just music just started flowing out of me. And it's like, oh, wow, this is amazing. But I was always poetic throughout my life. So I just have to add that. So I was doing this this exercise daily and in then some really precious miracles that I won't divulge happened in that time frame. And then in 2010, I started writing a certain, uh, I, I started doing certain other exercises and I started doing journaling and all that. And within a week I had a vision of what God wanted me to do, and I want to honor the people before me who took the chance to write what God inspired them to because it's changed the world, and I owe them so much, and especially the ones that were never noted, like well, even Emma Smith, and I do respect her because she helped me so much through that, and so I was reading some scriptures, and it said to seek for things of a better world and to not worry about this world. And so I wrote a song within a few days of that, and I probably did about 10. And then my son was preparing for his mission, and I was I had a dream about this new book coming out, and we went and we met one of the... LDS prophets, um, relatives, because the Spirit said, go at this time and you will meet one of them. And I did, which is pure revelation. I don't know how you can call it anything else, because that's how important it is to God. And I wish that people's hearts would be softer, because they've been very harsh to me, and I got persecuted and persecuted by people, and it's been so hard that I... I just haven't known what to do. And anyway, I would study other hymns and other musicians, and some of them, I think it was Wesley, he had a professor that would just harass him because the professor was jealous of his skill, and he had to have Wesley come and write this music that he was over in some school in Europe. Anyway, so Wesley did it, and, you know, and then I watched Amadeus, and the next day I met a woman, and she said, well, my ex was Matthias, but I called him Amadeus because he was a composer, and he was from the same similar area where I spent a lot of time, and they were not nice to him. So I think that we have a real big issue and we have a real big opportunity to help raise the vibration through God's music to help soften people and that's what I'm praying this will do and I I know that it's had a huge impact and a lot of and I wasn't ever trying to be arrogant about it I just wanted to show people if you listen to God he will open the door and I had big leaders tell me well I'm upset because you were given all these things to do and I wasn't. I said, I've offered for you to help. And, you know, and so I just want everybody to know God has your gift 
in mind. You just have to be willing to do the effort and and seek and ask him and then follow those subtle suggestions and guidance that they are whispered in your heart because they they whisper in your ears, they whisper in your heart, they whisper in the things you see out in nature. I even told, I was told about a lady that sees faces in rocks and stuff. So everyone has a gift and we are supposed to bring all of our gifts together to have the apocalyptic opening of all the books and of all of history. It's all going to come together, and it's going to be so powerful and humbling for every person on the earth that will listen to God. That is the qualifier. You have to be humble enough to hear him. And if you do, he opens the windows of heaven. And I, in this time, I've had many losses. It has not been a cakewalk at all. It has been very, very difficult, even though it's been extremely exhilarating and miraculous. And I am so humbled. And one day we saw the Dead Sea Scrolls. We went to see them. But that day I had this most miraculous thing. And I just tell you, seek for God's miracles, and you will never feel the void of having loss from people's humanness. That's what I would like everyone to know. And the other day, about a month or two ago, I, I got, the dogs were barking like crazy, and I looked outside, and there was <clears throat> a white pheasant. And I don't know if any of you know anything about that, but my friend who was raised in a family of Illuminati told me any white animal means they're purified and that there's a change and a shift coming and that's what somebody said it's a new era when I told them about that they said it meant a new a new dawn and we're in a new era and the new era is that God's bringing everything together for the thousands of years that have existed and we get to participate and everybody has a part and nobody is less than anybody or better than anybody and I hope and pray that you guys know that I want everyone to have a heart to hear God. He has so many gifts, and if we think that we are not gifted, we really need to get on our knees and ask God for that gift and show him by your effort that you are serious. Because after I suffered from these people who chose to deprive me of my gifts, it was so hard. I just tell you, God will open them back up if you prove that you are willing to hear. And just don't feel depressed because God will open the windows of heaven and angels are everywhere. And my friends, they were so good. They could reason with any spirit or person and help anybody that was in a terrible way. And they both passed away and I just really hope they're okay. But um, I know they're okay, actually. But what they would do, they would always tell um, spirits that they could go to God. The bad spirits could go to God and that he would accept them and he would forgive them and that they could come back and be pure. And so I'm just telling that little part because Mel and Gwyneth Fish were very important in my life. And... Many other people, and I'm not going to name names, but they know who they are, and 
many other people that had an impact, in, especially my kids. And when you went to know what your role in is on the earth and if you help your children and expose them to everything possible and follow them and pay attention to what you do when they're young and remind them of it, they will find their gift because it's innate. It's absolutely in us, and we just have to uncover it just like the apocalypse. We have to uncover our own apocalypse. And the books will open, and then the other book will open where God will have all of our the final say. God will have the final say, but we will get our opportunity, and I just urge you all to figure out what God's calling you to do. Because this is thousands of years coming together. We all have to figure out our part in bringing that together because it's not just one person, it's many. And every little part and every little talent is important and none are better than the others. But what I have to honor is the prophets that have helped me in doing this music. And yesterday I was just trying to figure out what I lacked. And so most of yesterday, a lot of yesterday morning, I did a lot of songs from the Old Testament because I want, I, I even myself, even though I've studied scriptures all my life, don't know the history like these wonderful preachers do, and I'm really grateful to them because they taught me so much. And so I just want you to know God will give you the words if you open your mouth. And I haven't been able to share this with the world because I have been blocked and harassed. I've lost family. I was told if it was of God, I would have had it done by now by my own brother. And I just have just been beside myself. And the year I did the majority of it, some man said to one of my siblings that um, we need a new music book for church. And I said, well, duh. And I, in all humility, I praise God that he did give that to me. And my son has been on a mission. He left on his mission at the time. And somewhere I read when new music comes, the temp- the, when the temple is down, sorry, the new music will come. And I promise you that is what happened. And I say it in Jesus Christ's name because I only want to honor him and daughter, Heavenly Father and Heavenly Mother and the Holy Ghost because they are. And the final testament is here. We get to participate in the final testament. We have the old and the new, and we have other wonderful testaments from the history keepers and the prophets and those who changed the history because they had the courage to obey God. And we're on the final testament. And the final testament is you do your part, I do my part, and we bring it all together for this wonderful kaleidoscope of light and truth and your heart will be filled with God's glory and you can praise him and give him all the glory and honor him and Jesus Christ for letting you have the privilege because the world is coming to a new earth and you will have a new birth if you really want it. You will fill the 
God of heaven bring you a new a new birth. And it will strengthen you in spite of all the downturns and the crossfires of people and losing your friends or family or whoever, as I have. And it says in the scriptures, he that's not willing to leave mother or father or brother or sister or anybody else is not worthy of me. And I will tell you, I've had to do that. My own mother was dying and she pushed me away. So any of you who've suffered from that, I just tell you there's hope beyond it. And I'm sorry that my mom did that because I think she was just in a state of fear. And I don't feel fear. I feel concern about getting this to the right people. I feel desire for them to be blessed with it and for God to open the windows of heaven to everybody. And I know he will, but you have to listen. And he is subtle, and he is not always direct, but he can be very direct. And I know he was very direct about this. And all the other parts of it that have been so miraculous, and I'm just very humbled and thankful that people like Renee have been willing to help me because some of my oldest friends have turned against me. So just remember there's a new world, a new world and a new earth and a new beginning when people don't want to follow or comprehend. It's not like life is lost, but the pain and sorrow that we all give to each other has got to end, in my opinion, if we want the new world where Christ will reign. And that's what I want. I want Jesus Christ to reign and he's, this is his parade. We're not reigning on his parade. We're just helping him develop it, and it is to his glory, and we are bringing the parade that he wanted to those who are in darkness and those who feel the desire to know, but they don't know where to turn. They need to turn to God, and he will open their eyes so they can see what he wants, not anybody else, and I I don't know anybody that's doing what I'm doing. So I pretty much had to do this by myself. In fact, a, a man who was a leader said, well, <clears throat> and no one has your talent and will do nothing to help you. And it's like, wow, you know, I don't know. He's probably in his 50s. And I thought, wow, you're really not, in a, not a very mature person to say that. And it's very short-sighted. So don't be short-sighted. you got to open your eyes, expand your vision, some people are expensive, but God's expensive. And if you want to be expensive with him, you have to expand your vision and your mind and not live in the shallowness of where you have been. Because he wants to open all the gates and the veils that you will let. If you want to have heaven unveiled, you have to open the veil by your willingness. And you pay a price because it's not simple. It's not easy sometimes, and yet it could be. I think we make it more difficult than it should be. And I really want everybody to have the, these songs so they can teach their kids, because I have a friend, she died last year, and she was a musician, and she would travel to the military bases and teach kids all over the world. And she said, I couldn't get through to them on math and English, and so she wrote these cute little songs to educate the kids how to learn anything, and it's like, wow, I, 
and she helped me with this. And, you know, there are people that want insight, and, you know, everything that I remember from my childhood was music. I don't really remember a lecture. I remember music and the musicians and those who came with the angels when Christ was born were at Christmas time. I just urge you to remember Christ has a gift for you, and if you give him your gift, he will give you a gift back. That will be very miraculous and powerful, and it will change your life. And it will put you in new horizons and put you in new paths that you may not be expecting at all. And they might be very rocky and very, very clay, like the road I had to grow up on where you can't even pass through. And that has been a lot of how this has been. It's been an impossible, impassable because people wanted it impossible. But that is still possible, and I know it's going to change the world, and I just care about the little kids. And when Christ was on earth, the little babies would speak. And you know what? They spoke such powerful things that they couldn't be written. So I want that day again, where the little babies that just come from heaven have their mouths open, and they tell us. And if you help your kids to find Jesus, Maybe your children will be the ones that get that privilege. And I just urge you to give them every opportunity to be who God intended them to be and not make fun of them as a, any, at any level because progression happens in different ways for everybody. And he is a, a God of light and progress, and he wants, the best for everybody, and is that it? No, 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 it was just my phone, sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. So anyway, people, we, we wouldn't have racism and all that if we would remember other people on this earth have developed a heaven on earth. And it's not behind the Zion curtain. You know, there's people that talk about Zion, but they do it for their own... Um, kingdom building instead of for God. So we are talking about the Zion that Enoch had and Melchizedek and Abraham and other prophets. They tried to build Zion here on earth and they went through a lot because like Father Abraham had, he was put on a table um, to be sacrificed to Elkanah, the God, a false God by his own father. So just remember they want us to build God's kingdom on earth that will be peaceable and heaven-like so we can welcome Jesus Christ. And I think most of us are on that path to have him come back and reign and rule, and he will be our lawgiver. And, you know, we're all just human, and we're all just people. And we worship God, not people. We worship God, not Things. We worship God and thank Him for these unveilings that He can give us and these revelations, and we seek for them for our own self. And there is no competition when you're working with God. It, there shouldn't be. So it's all cooperating and bringing everyone a little piece 
of the puzzle. We we have a piece of the puzzle for this unlocking and this apocalyptic opening of the seven seals and the on the beloved's revelations and all the things that are in the scriptures, they will become more real to you and they will help to educate and to fill the void where we have so much contention and we have so much division. And I am sad that people were divisive and I pray that their hearts will soften. So we are going to unite, not divide. God's math is multiplication, the devil's is division. So just remember that. We're multiplying for good and God's light and love and peace. Because if we want peace on earth, it has to start with us. And if we want to have him enlighten us, we also need to be carrying his light. Because we can't serve both God and mammon. We have to serve him. And I um, just would like to encourage any children to seek for heavenly light. And my daughter's going to be having a baby probably tomorrow. And I just say to all the little children, just ask God to remind you what you did in heaven and help you to remember and help you to do it. I don't care if you're old and my little grandson's like 10 months old. And I just think every little child can be such a part of this and they will be such a unifier to help this divisive fire so it becomes a sweet and powerful godly fire. And I do pray for the God's leaf fire in everyone's heart that they will feel the new heaven, the new earth, the new birth, and have that rebirth that the scriptures tell us we all need. Because it's for real, and God will give everyone that really is a humble seeker of him that opportunity. And there's going to be a new awakening, and all of the things that others do to us will be made right. And I hope that everyone will seek the light. And the darkness will dispel itself. That's what it says. If, and there's many times where I've seen the sun so bright that I know that it's shining down more light on the earth, more power. And all of nature is talking to us. Sometimes it's talking to us in the wind. Sometimes it's talking to us in terrible rain, really deep, heavy rain, and it's flooding, and I'm sorry for everyone that's had these floods, and other times it's talking through fires and vapors of smoke, and like I said, if you pay attention, maybe the rocks will start talking. The elements are eternal, and they will, spirit and element are inseparably connected, Joseph Smith put in his scriptures, the Doctrine and Covenants, and when they are connected, they have full happiness. And so we are looking for the spirit and elements to come together in their lives, their living, like this lady that sees images in rocks. And the trees can talk. 
and they will sing and everybody will sing. And this guy told me that everybody would sing these songs and I'm just humbly repeating his words. So I hope those who are respectful will show up and we will expand because God's going to help the expanse in our life just like he made the expanse of heaven and he owns everything and he is the ruler and you know his his roles are his and they are not man and so there's going to be a different ruler and all of the people that want to have a peaceful life they will choose peace and they will choose light, and they will not ever divide because they will be participating in the devil's math and not God's. And if you are hungry, God will fill the void. You know, I was listening to Christ and tell the people in the temple, and he was shooing them out because they were making it a den of thieves, and there's uh, no way on the earth that the voids can be filled with anything but through God. And I've met many different people, and everybody has a different gift, and I really value those who use their gifts to help me. I appreciate them very much. And those who are wanting to find their place in the world, you just need to Keep searching and looking at what you do have. And, you know, we should all be united in helping each other. And we had lots of divisions sowed after I did this music because people got offended. And it was very hurtful and very painful for me. But God gave me strength, and I know that he gave me the power to continue this in spite of it. And... I have, through God's grace and help and mercy and guidance, been able to see how the heavens can open. And I know that they do. And it's very humbling. And it's um, easy for us to get turned away by things like this if we aren't in tune with God. So tune in to God and he'll find your frequency or he'll give you the frequency he wants you and then you'll have a station you can turn into for guidance. And that's how this music has been. Um, it's brought tears of sorrow and joy and peace and love but it's always went out because God overcome the dark, even even though people have chose to stay in that dark side, I I pray they will come out of that. But um, if you are looking for God, just remember He says everyone has a gift. First um, Corinthians thirteen is a good one, and. Enoch, uh, the prophet Enoch, he had many people that hated him when he had these miracles show up. So look for your own miracles is all I will say. 
and help God bring them to you. Because Christ opened the miracles and the blind young man, he had to go and put clay on his eyes and then go wash in the river or where, whatever body of water Christ told him to, and he could see. So we all have different levels of vision. We all have different levels of hearing. And we all have different levels of thinking and seeing. And God's trying to bring us back to him where we started. And that should be everybody's goal. And I don't know about you, but I want to be there with people that care about us and about him and about what he wants and God's visions. And if you have a heart for God's visions, he'll give you the one he wants you to fulfill. And I'll open the veil for doing it. And the veils are very thin many times. And if you let them, they will they will open to you. And some of this music, it's been really um, telling to help people that like to cheat and so forth. And I just hope that people that feel they need to cheat will have the Spirit touch their hearts so they can feel God working in their life and that they don't have to compete. They can... Some people sow and some people reap, and that's really what's happened with this music because I... There's still many mysteries about it that I haven't been told, and there's still people in power that are controlling it. So I, I'm not saying I'm out of the woods. I'm saying that there's, it would be nice to have all of the missing apocalyptic pieces come to me as well. I'm still looking for some of that. And those who carry parts of all of heaven's story, if one of them isn't doing their part, then we miss it. So what I'm saying is everybody should really key in on where God's taking them and where the whisperings and urges in their heart are going to lead them. And years ago, this man without a veil for heaven when he prayed told me that others of influence would come and help me with this. And that's what I am praying for. Others with influence and integrity that will help do the full thing in a very respectful manner, and to me as well. <clears throat> because people say, well, I haven't heard it. And I said, well, you know what? You're a small part of the world. How much of the world have you been to? And when, when we think that nothing's happening in our little part of the world, we really need to open our eyes because the whole world is moving and that's very small-minded and it's very limiting to anybody who does that. And those who have the bigger vision, they see that the world is changing and it's moving fast and it's going higher and we are trying to go to God we need to go to God. And this guy says, we will translate out of here. And I pray that we do. And everyone has a chance to 
speak for their own translation, just like Enoch. And others of my friends have been working and praying for this wonderful opportunity with everybody, the 100th monkey syndrome, where everybody is at that point where we are ready to ascend out of this dark world that is that fallen world that has a lot of light, but darkness as well. So I just urge you to find out how we can have a heaven and a Zion on earth where we aren't fighting about ridiculous, immature things. I mean, it's like we're still in kindergarten, and we should advance to being real adults, even if we're in our 90s. We need to grow up, you know, and I've had 90-year-olds disrespect me, believe it or not. So I just hope that those who have the heart for God and his work will feel the prodding of the Spirit to lead them, and it's like riding a horse. Excuse me. When you ride a horse, you might get bucked off, as I did, and I had two of my sisters land on top of me in a pitch, so it was very painful, and it was rocky. So the horses uh, that my dad would have to ride for going and doing wheat, they had a wheat dry farm, they'd run horses, and those horses or were their mainstay in the times past, and we have cars, and Isaiah talked about the cars, and he talked about the World Wide Web, and he talked about the Internet, and he said that the networks that they have founded will be confounded. I think it's Isaiah 19.9. So all of our networks that are not set up for God's purpose will be confounded, and all of those set up for righteous dominion, not unrighteous dominion, will come together if the people will do their part. And it does take a lot of heart because Ezekiel had the vision of heaven. Ezekiel 1, Ezekiel 36, he had to tell them that their their hearts were stone cold. And the scriptures say, in the last days, the love of men will wax cold. And I have felt that very much, and because iniquity abounds, the love of men has waxed cold, and they have stone-cold hearts, but most of us really don't want to be there, and most of us are responding to an environment that's been harsh or repressive, or we just happen to be in a crowd that was, but the crowds disperse. They always do. And what are you left with? You better make sure you're left with God in your heart. And then you will be fine. Because there's no, it's heaven's heaven's way and path is not crowded necessarily. It's just something that you have to want enough to go. Because many of the crowds don't stick around and they, they fall apart. That's what I experienced, and so what do you have left? You have God, and that's where you need to go, and Christ says if you go to him, he has the well of life, the wellspring of life that will flow up unto everlasting salvation, so you need to go to him. 
and ask him for guidance and direction. And we have many examples that are to help us to do that. But all the influential people that should bring the host of people to God, they need to do their part because God made them influential for a reason. And some are influential for light and raising the light and the vibration, which we need, and that's what we need more of. And then that will dispel the darkness. You can't have light without dispelling darkness. So anybody that wants to bring in more light, we all can do that. We can be vessels of light for the life, life of Christ who gave everything, and when he was in Gethsemane and bleeding from every pore, his disciples were sleeping, and he would kneel down on the ground and ask God, if it's possible, to let this cup pass from him, but his will be done. So he went and he finished it, and even Pilate didn't want to give the leaders of the time permission to do their crucifying of Christ, but they persisted, and it was necessary for Christ to do that for all of us because he paid for all of our sins, and he can bring, he can take the pains away, and he can bring the life back to us all, and those who are feeling confused can find God to help open up what he has in mind for them. And any of this mental illness, I really believe, can be dispelled with God's light. And I really pray for all those people that they will find the light in the abuses that they've had and the misuses of them and the human trafficking that's happened and all the little kids who've been so devastated. I pray for them all. That's how we clear out the bad. We have to tell the truth, and we have to recognize that there's good and bad, light and dark, and not say that they don't exist because there's opposition, as Nephi said, in all things. And God will bring the light out. And I've heard of many people who had many traumas in their life, and I really wish for them to have something to help heal that broken heart that they have because God is the only one that can break, that can put together a shattered heart and a shattered community or a shattered group of people, whatever they are. He's the only one that can put together a shattered life and fix you or me or our kids or any of us and all of the people who've lost their loved ones from anything. I I pray for them. And remember, if they passed on, they might be your best blessing. I'm sorry to say that, Renee. I don't mean to hurt your feelings with your daughter. Sometimes we have to feel a great loss to see what God is giving to us. 
yeah, no question at all. There's no doubt yeah. in my mind that that had to happen. And all I can do is thank him for the four years and ten days he loaned her to me. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know who he was. Um, and and now he has me at such an intimacy with him. Uh, you know, by bringing me back into his word. Um, and, you know, our ministry breaking it down, you know, from the mistranslations, because um, I'm, I'm sure you know the, the King James Version, for instance, was translated from Greek, and Greek was translated from Babylonian Hebrew, Babylon, and that was translated uh-huh. from the original pictograph, the original, you know, pictures, basically. So our ministry breaks it all down. So we really encourage people to get into his word in these end times and to, like she said, find out what your role is because no one's more higher than others. And we all have a role we're playing for him because ultimately this battle's way too big for us. This battle is Yaz. And he's using pieces that will allow him to, and we need to get into tune, you know, in tune with what he's called you to do um, in this battle of his, basically. So we're out of time now, sweetheart, but I just so appreciate you sharing your heart um, and uh, your support. You've been supporting our ministry for a long time, and I really, you know, appreciate your support. And um, I hope that, do you have any final words you want to share with the audience, sweetheart? No, I think we're all in the same point in history. We all realize that the world has to change. And I do want to tell you what a reporter tells me. We have to get rid of the darkness because otherwise it could, she's saying that it can overtake people or this earth. And the earth is at a changing point. So we want to dispel the darkness and we have to do that through God's light and love and music. That's right. No authority. No authority. Yeah. It's already been won. Well, thank you again. You have a wonderful evening, and we'll get this recorded so you can share it with everyone you know, okay? All right. Thanks, Renee. Appreciate you very much. You're so welcome. You're listening to Vaccine Information Coalition, and our shows can be accessed later. Uh, once we send the description into PRN at whatinthecell.podbean.com. Um, or, of course, our website, vacinfo.org. Uh, you can access the shows uh, right underneath the little boy flexing his muscles. We're on every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern. Our contact number is 954-347-9671. We thank Progressive Radio Network for allowing us to give you this uncompromised truth. And yeah, bless. God bless. Thank you.